Good morning. It's 12.20 a.m. November 24th. I could not get rest until I sent this message. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. Jesus wants someone, me, someone, everyone to know that our loving shepherd loves them. And this message was so important until all day long, I could not shake it out of my spirit. And so, loving shepherd of thy sheep, keep thy lamb in safety, keep. Nothing can thy power withstand. None can pluck me from thy hand. Loving shepherd, thou didst give thine own life that we might live, and the hands outstretched to bless, bear the cruel nails impress. I would praise thee every day, gladly all thy will obey like thy blessed ones above happy in thy precious love loving shepherd ever near teach thy lamb thy voice to hear suffer not my steps to stray from the straight and narrow way where thou leadest i would go walking in thy steps below till before my father's throne i shall know as i am known he wants us to know he is a loving shepherd. Our loving shepherd loves us. He loves us very, very much. The psalmist says in Psalms 23, and I'm reading from the life application version of the Bible. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Your, you, you anoints my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our loving shepherd loves us. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And forever means forever, eternally. And so the word of God declares the scriptures that I'm going to be reading from, as I read just now from Psalms 23, verse 1 to 6. I'm also going to be touching on 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 10 to 11, John chapter 10, verse 11, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20, and 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 4, and they're all from the Life Application Version of the Bible. The Word declares in John chapter 10, verse 11, Jesus is referred to as the Good Shepherd. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20, he is referred to as the Great Shepherd. In 1 Peter chapter 4, 5 and verse 4, he is referred to as the Chief Shepherd. Psalms 23, verse 1, declares, David, David was a shepherd boy in the back taking care of the sheep. And so when Samuel came to Jesse's house, which is David's father's house, to anoint one of his sons, the oil never poured. So Samuel wanted to know, do you have another son? And Jesse says, yes, he's out in the back there attending to the sheep. And that was the one that God was going to anoint. I believe that God is getting ready to anoint many of us who has been overlooked. I believe Jesse forgot he even had that son. But when God is ready, he will pour the oil. He will anoint us. In describing the Lord as shepherd, David wrote out of his own experience because he had spent his early years caring for sheep. Have you been caring for the sheep? Is that your position? Did God call you to feed my sheep, feed my lambs? Well, here was David taking care of the sheep. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, 16, verse 10 and 11, Jesse had seven sons, as I said. But here it is. The prophet comes. The oil would not pour. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? Jesse says, There is still the youngest, Jesse answered, but he is tending the sheep. In other words, Jesse figured that, you know, he's not important. Samuel said, Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So no matter what is going to happen, no matter how many sons or daughters, whoever is in a congregation, when God is ready, he's going to call that one who's been in the vineyard tending the sheep. Sheep are completely dependent on the shepherd for provision, for guidance, 
and protection. The New Testament calls Jesus the Good Shepherd in John 10 and 10. In John 10 and 10, the Word of God declares, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus is also called the Great Shepherd. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20, the word declares, May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. So here he is referred to as the great shepherd of the sheep. What a loving Jesus. And he loves us. In 1 Peter chapter 1, sorry, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 4, as the Lord is the good shepherd, so we are his sheep. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 4, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. As the Lord is the good shepherd so we are sheep not frightened passive animals but obedient followers wise enough to follow one who will lead us in the right places and in right ways this psalm does not focus on the animal-like qualities of sheep but on the discipleship qualities of those who follow when you recognize the good shepherd follow him i want to repeat that when you recognize the good shepherd follow him when we allow god our shepherd to guide us we have contentment when we choose to sin however we go our own way and cannot blame god for the environment we create for ourselves our shepherd knows the green pastures and quiet waters that will restore us. We will reach these places only by following his, we will reach these places only by following him obediently. As you can hear, I am sleepy, but I cannot sleep without bringing this message. And so this is what you call if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Someone needs this message. When we reach these places only by following him obediently, the quiet waters, that's when we will be restored. Rebelling against the shepherd's leading is actually rebelling against our own best interests. We must remember this, the next time we are tempted to go our own way rather than the shepherd's way. So here I am today. This message should have been sent out earlier. But I got caught up ministering to other people. But yet this would not go away. So here is it this, this hour of the morning. Whether I'm tired or not, or sleepy or not, I've got to get this message out because someone needs to know. He is the good shepherd and someone needs to know that Jesus loves them. Death 
in Psalm 23, verse 4. Death casts a frightening shadow over us all the time because we are entirely helpless in its presence. Right now, the world, the people, a lot of them are afraid to die because of the sickness and the plague that is going on. And they think they are going to die. And sometimes they are not going to die yet. But the torment of the fear makes them to believe they're going to die when it's just a shadow. Death casts a frightening shadow over us because we are entirely helpless in its presence. We can struggle with other enemies. We can struggle with pain, suffering, disease, injury. But strength and courage cannot, I'll repeat that, but strength and courage cannot overcome death. It has the final word. Only one person can walk with us through death's dark valley and bring us safely, safely to the other side. And that's God, the God of life our shepherd because life is uncertain we should follow this shepherd who offers us eternal comfort i pray that whoever is going to get this message if you do not know the good shepherd if you have not given your life to the good shepherd which is jesus i pray that you would consider because it's free salvation is free you would consider accepting him as savior as the word of god declares in john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life so my prayer is that yes death is certain it will come one day but now we must know whether be going to the good shepherd who loves us and cares for us because like i said life is uncertain we should follow this shepherd who offers us eternal comfort in ancient near eastern culture at a banquet it was customary to anoint a poison a person with fragrant oil as a lotion. Hosts were also expected to protect their guests at all costs. God offers the protection of a host even when enemies surround us. In the final scene of this psalm, we see that believers will dwell with God, God, the perfect shepherd and host promises to guide and protect us through life to bring us into his house forever he's a loving shepherd of thy sheep he wants you to know that he loves you he wants you to know that he cares he wants you to know that he's the same yesterday today and forever and so I pray that you will remember when sickness comes, when disappointments comes, when you have a financial problem, or when you need provision, 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When you need comfort, he's there to comfort you. So I pray that whoever this word was for, I had to get it out to them. Because in times like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus. The only one, be very sure, be very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. A loving shepherd really loves you. A loving shepherd really cares. He is the good shepherd. He is the great shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. I love you. God love you. Have a blessed day, night, or whatever time it is. And hold on to God's unchanging hand. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his love pours out to you. All you have to do is receive it. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. I say to you, hold on to love.